You are listening to Normalized Crime, an in-depth look at gang life and all the effects that come along with it. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Normalized Crime. I'm Eric. What's going on? Berto here. And Berto, we're back again. What do you got for us today? Um, so <clears throat> I, I feel like I covered maybe this topic a little bit before, but you know, obviously I'm lucky enough to know uh a bunch of generations that were involved with this this organization that I was. And so, you know, just like with the viewers, man, when they they are the listeners, when they listen, you know, they probably get some ideas about um things that happen, you know, during their time with whomever they were with or for people that were not involved, you know, they probably wonder if there's even more than what's just on the surface. And that's true. Like there's always more, man. There's always more hidden controversies, you know, within, within these gangs. And, you know, I think those are important to emphasize because it shows not just how, you know, phony a lot of uh, what is professed is, but it also shows that uh, as, as tight as um, the perception is of the Latin Kings or any other gang, you know, there's, there's always cracks and there's division and mm-hmm. um, there's power, there's power struggles, you know, there's shit like that that goes on all the time. And so, you know, I think it's in, I think it's important for people to listen to that way. You know, they understand like, listen, you're not just getting into a situation where you're always going to be, you know, on good standards with all the Kings you're around, if you're a King or you're always going to be around, or you're going to be on good standards with all the folks you're around. If you're folks, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, there's always going to be that, that, uh, that divisiveness, you know, in certain situations and, and, um, you know, there's, there's situations that create that division, bro. And, you know, I think, uh, I think I want to go over a couple more of those today. I can't remember exactly which, I can't remember exactly which one I went over before. I, I believe I went over like the, the controversy with like Geeky. Remember when Geeky, uh, uh he robbed, uh, the King. Um, I went over yep, that yep, one. That, yep. That was one of them. Yeah, I think I went over um okay, so that's what it was. That episode wasn't even about controversies. It was about like how kings do each other dirty because right. um I, I remember in that story as well, I had heck in there. Okay, yeah. So so these are a little bit more um I guess intimate in the sense that, you know, they're kind of you know, it's king on king and, and it's controversy and then everybody else kind of has to deal with it. What I want to start with is is something that I brought up before, and I actually got the second half of it, right? And I say that because I didn't know there was a second half of it, first of all. <laughs> but um, I've told the story about how, you know, at one point, one nine was in danger of being shut down. The Wild Walkers, um, they, you know, Pep, he had the juice in the sense that, you know, he was the one with ties to Chicago. So you know, he had that power and, you know, I, I I still believe that he went down there with the idea to join us all together. I don't believe it was their idea, but he said it was their idea. So if we take it at face value, he said it was their idea for us to all join together. You remember that? Yeah. And then, so, so what ended up happening, um, obviously we didn't, you know, that was when Mondi was the Inca and I was the Kasinka. I told you I met with Weto. 
um, that was shortly before, you know, the the homicide and, and all these things, right? Well, I guess when I got locked up, my brother ended up becoming the Inca. I told you that. And and Lawrence actually ended up becoming the Kasinka. And I think Toot was the enforcer. But uh, they came back for round two, right? And the weird part about this is that because, because I, you know, I obviously, um, I was speaking with my brother about it. And, and the weird part about it is like, they actually took Kiki back. Cause remember I told you they, they, they had basically made Kiki walk away. Well, at this time they had took Kiki back. And so Kiki was there. Juanito was there. Uh, Revy was there, but Revy, um, I think I said this before in so many ways was basic 19th street. Like he was always with one nine. So he was always going to take he was always going to take one nine side. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, they had their crew there. And and I guess, you know, this time the ultimatum was a little bit different because it was an actual ultimatum. It wasn't a suggestion. It wasn't a nudge. It was basically, you know, Pep told my brother and and uh, I think it, there was a few representatives there from 19th Street, my brother and Lawrence, and and they were at a meeting with with pep and and all those other walkers and i guess pep basically just said hey listen chicago wants us to all be one if you don't want that then you're basically going to be renegade kings you won't be recognized and Mm -hmm. you know that's it that's a huge thing bro that's it that's like um you know a lot of people i'm sure a lot of people immediately their their first initial reaction in that situation be like well hell with it then we'll just be renegades you know but it's it's not always that simple you know, if, if you really care about what you are, you know, like if you really care about being a Latin King, you understand, like you want to do what's best for Latin Kings. Right. Right. But at the same time, you have to, you have to be able to, you have to be able to be objective and know, okay, by us incorporating ourselves with them, right. Which would have been wild Walker and whoever was around you open yourself up, you open your guys up to a lot of, a lot more, um, dangers, you know, and are there advantages? Sure. There's probably advantages. You know, we probably would have had a couple more places to hang out on Friday night, you know what I'm saying? But, (laughs) but you know, you got to remember, bro, we didn't, we didn't need anybody in the sense that we were the most active guys in the street. You know, maybe we needed them guys that for like plugs, I guess you could say that for like, you know, to get drugs and, and, and maybe at some point buy the guns. But as far as being the guys in the street, we didn't need anybody else around us, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I, I'm, I'm bringing this up because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to imagine what my brother and them were going through at this time, you know, mentally when they made this decision and, um, I'm privy to know, right. That ultimately the decision had a big factor in it. And that was a conversation that Tim had with champ. Right. And champs locked up at this time, you know, Tim basically was like, Hey, listen, this is what's on the table. This is what, um, pep saying. And this is basically what the offer is, you know, you know, champ created 19th street, man. You know, that's his, uh, that's his baby, you know? So that was, you know, champ and boy, you know, boys right there too. But, you know, that, that's, that's something that, uh, obviously they're going to take pride in. And so to give that up, it means a lot, but like I said, it's about the betterment of the nation, I guess is, is true to a nation, man, as you could be at that point, you know, champ said, listen, bro, he said, if they're saying that, if, if Chicago saying that, and 
you know, that's what they want. You know, he's like, listen, brother, like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to tell you to go against that. And he was just mm-hmm. basically like, he was like, listen, how about you do what you feel is best, brother? You know, you do what you feel is best and I'm going to ride with you. And so he, he got champ's blessing, bro. In the sense that, uh, you know, my, my brother was, uh, you know, he was a, he was a wiser guy, you know, and he liked to make, you know, smarter moves and he understood the risk he would have been taking, you know, basically saying, okay, well, we're renegades. He understood that there was a lot of risk there, but Mm -hmm. you have to also understand he knew that (laughs) he knew that those guys, right. Meaning that let's just say in an imaginary world, all those other guys got together. He knew they would know that they were losing good brothers by not being involved, not being involved with Tim and Tude and Lawrence and, and, you know, all the brothers that were still there. So he knew that they were going to look at that and be like, damn, like, do we really want to be not necessarily, not even at war with these guys, but just not cool with them anymore. You know, Mm -hmm. like not like these, these brothers will no longer have our best interests at heart too, you know? And so Tim had that inclination as well. And, you know, he did what I did. He basically told Pep, listen, bro, I appreciate the offer. We're good where we are and and um, we're willing to deal with the consequences. Pep was just like, all right, well, I'll pass along that information. You know, I guess we can we can see what happens from there. And, and nothing ended up really happening, bro. Um, it's a 19th Street. Sawyer ended up flipping and becoming Walker. So it was basically Sawyer Walker or Walker Sawyer or whatever. I didn't know that part. That was a part I was just uh, found out about. But uh, yeah, man, that's a that's a uh, that's a hard thing to do. I think about bro, like just to to transfer like that when you're already like a you know kind of you're a maid and and you've been a part of a chapter for a while and now you're a part of them. That's a hard thing to do. But yeah, the, the the obviously the controversy in there is just the the fact that um, these these uh, these chapters when they're made right, they're not made to prop up a chapter. They're made to obviously um, glorify the Latin Kings, right? Like it's not about any one chapter, um, mm-hmm. but they're made for convenience, right? For people in that neighborhood, you just keep them together. It's simple, right? And, right. and um, but the problem is, is you also create these brotherhoods that are separate from everything else in the Latin Kings, you know, like whether you want to believe it or not, it's pretty simple, bro. Like, yeah, being a Latin King, you might love everybody else that's a Latin King, but you're with these dudes every day. You know what I'm saying? Like every day you're with the same group of guys. You know, this is your, this is your chapter. Like everybody knows everybody, knows everything about everybody, you know? And then, you know, and then like the other guys, like, yeah, you're cool with them, but, but they're not your, you know, they're not like your roadies. You'll ride with them. You know, don't get me wrong. Like, of course you're going to put the cause first. But my, my point of that is there's no, there's no, there's no wiggle room when it comes to a decision like that. Now, I don't know how true it was that Chicago actually wanted that done because I feel like if it was a ultimatum like that, that the way that Pep was portraying it, there would have, there might've been some backlash behind it. it. You know, obviously like, I don't think they're going to come up and take them brothers to war or anything like that, but there would have been some backlash behind it. There was nothing, you know? And so uh, that leads me to believe, I don't know. I don't know how true the statement was, the ultimatum was. And I think, you know, if I'm being honest, I think Pep, I got to a breaking point with where he was at 
with his guys. And he just, you know, he felt that this was a power move that he could make, you know, and, and uh, what a power move it would have been. Right. I mean, you go from, um, you know, uh, oblivion to some extent to having some of the most recognizable and, and ruthless guys um, on your team and mm-hmm. at your command at that point. Right. Because he's ultimately saying, I'm also going to be the Inca. You know what I mean? So it was a power grab, bro. You know, and, and, uh, to me, that's what I thought, you know, so I, what I, based on that, what do you think? Do you think that was more of a situation where he was probably telling the truth or do you think he was really just trying to, to, to be this, this almost a, you know, a king, a tyrant, you know what I mean? I mean, this is a really hard question for me to answer because I just don't know how Chicago worked, but I Mm -hmm. do think that if they were serious about making this happen, something would have happened to some in some way when you, when 19th street did not do this. I am um, right. And it sounds to me like, like you said, Pep was, you know, maybe, maybe he did talk to Chicago and they're like, well, you should bring them all together. And he turned it into, well, this is not ch- something that Chicago thinks should happen, but this is something Chicago says, says has to happen. And he was just trying to flip his wings to make it happen. But Chicago was more like, well, if they don't do it, they don't do it. We don't care. Right. I mean, and to be fair, to be fair, it wasn't like a, uh, it wasn't uh, left, left open-ended. After that meeting, um, there was a conversation between my brother and the regional Inca at that time. And the dude's name was Chewy. I met him too. And and they came to, they came to some understanding. I can't say they came to an agreement, because, you know, as the regional Inca, I'm sure if this this proclamation and this ultimatum was true, to back down from that, to, you know, as the regional Inca to somebody who is just an Inca for a chapter, it seems like it wouldn't be a good look. You, you know Ooh, what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, it wouldn't look right. So I, I think more more than creating the, I guess, the enemy in, in so many ways, he kind of just understood where Tim was coming from. You know, that's, that's the name of the game, bro, is that had Tim and us been just an uh, average group of guys, you know, a collection of guys that, that, yeah, we might've fought, you know, let's just, we just throw out the example, like, uh, you know, Goat and Bear and Weddle, like that crew, right? Cause them mm-hmm. dudes fought, man, them guys would fight. You know, they, they, they weren't scared of fighting. Bellone, you know, them dudes would fight all the time, but they just weren't down with the gunplay. But anyways, but let's just say it was like a group of them. You know, if it was that group, that group is going to be, it's going to be took over. It's going to be over, you know what I mean? There's not, they're, they're not going to, first of all, they're probably not going to put up a fight. But at the same time, Chicago is going to see right through them or those guys are going to see right through them. Whereas he's looking at my brother and my brother's got all the the credibility to back it up. You know, everything that my brother had done at that point, you know, to even get that slot, that, 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 that name recognition was real for Tim. And so, um, yeah, it ended up being basically left, you know, left alone and, and, and one nine stayed strong. And, you know, a lot of those guys, they don't even realize how close they were to not having a chapter, you know, all the guys that even claim 19th street to this day. And, and, uh, you know, it's, it's funny, bro, how, it's funny how these little things, they, they come about and it's like, they don't, it's like the, the masterminds that think, okay, yeah, well, we're just going to merge everybody. Right. 
um, yeah, that, that might be a good idea in theory, but then what if somebody says no, right mm -hmm. now, now you just create animosity within your own clique, within your own gang, because everybody's still Latin King, but now you're basically saying do this or else. So it's like, right. it's like they're inflicting more pain on their own people. You know what I'm saying? Like for what, you know, to, to unite groups of guys that don't even really hang out with each other because like we kicked it with Walker, but you know, with the exception of Revy, you know, we seen those guys, you know, we were here and there high and by, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, we'll see them at a nation party or something like that. But, but it wasn't like, um, you know, it wasn't like there was an, there was an everyday, you know, kind of occurrence. And, and that's what every chapter we would see the Sawyers, we would see, you know, we would see the Deuce trays, we would see Walker, but it wasn't like we were, you know, there was times where we would kick it with him for days at a time. Yeah. Cool. That's, that happens. But the everyday day in day out struggle man like and another thing you kind of have to think about with this was you know maybe if it had been one of the other chapters something they would have done something about it because but <clears throat> because it was your chapter they looked at it and said well if we take that chapter out of the latin kings in milwaukee maybe they view yeah in milwaukee maybe they viewed it as well what is left in milwaukee Exactly. Because, you know, you guys were getting all the nor notoriety and everything. So maybe you got a pass because of the chapter you were. Whereas, exactly. you know, if it and had so, been Sawyer, they would have looked at it and said, no, you know, right. we can afford to lose you. We're not right. worried about that. So if you're not willing to do this, you're you're just out. But because right. it was and your so, chapter. And so here's a, here's another element that that um, that is 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 also. So I guess it's coming. I'm, I'm, I'm putting it together, but I guess, I guess during this whole time, right. The big, the big, uh, I guess excuse is that chapters were waning in numbers. You know, chapters didn't have a lot of numbers with the exception of 19th street. A lot of the chapters were really, really, you know, it was bony. It was looking bony, mm. man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those chapters were looking bony. And so that was the idea. That was the excuse. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Is you guys all might as well just be one. There's not a lot of you in every chapter, you know, but 19th Street, 19th Street was was thriving. And so um, after it came, it came out, okay, 19th, you're basically going to stay over there. Um, and Sawyer and Walker merged. Who was left? Deuce Trey. Well, Deuce Trey had pride too. They didn't want to give up their hood. Deuce Trey was around before 19th Street. Like Deuce Trey had been around basically right after the 98 indictments, if not during. And so there had always been brothers over there. So they don't want to give up their chapter neither. So what ended up happening, here's the crazy part that I didn't really know. And, and it's cool how it comes full circle. Um, I had made a statement uh, episode or two ago about Cali and how I kind of felt like we pushed Cali away by a lot of the hazing we did, mm -hmm. but that wasn't true. Apparently the reason why Cali was douche tray is because when Tim and, and Lawrence and, and Toot, when they had the structure, they were basically like, listen, we have so many brothers, good brothers. Like, let's push some bros over to Deuce Trey so Deuce Trey doesn't have to merge with them guys so they can keep their chapter. And so what ended up happening is Tim pushed a bunch of brothers over there, a bunch of futures over there, and and then they had their own futures, and they ended up making everybody, you know, uh, Cali and then Javi and then Bub, and then um, a bunch of these brothers just started coming up, and and basically they were like, listen, 
they got a, they got enough brothers to sustain. And Tommy and Billy, all they got to wait is for Tommy and Billy to get out. And those were like those were main guys on Deuce Trade, Tommy Guns and, and Billy. And so at that point, at that point in time, yeah. So that ended up happening, and then those guys ended up becoming brothers, and and Deuce Trey ended up staying alive. And um, you know, the reality is, you know, thanks to thanks to 19th Street, you know, they scratch each other back, I guess. You know what I'm saying? But at that point. You know they needed us, and and I you remember we did a, a future dump before I told you about that where we had so many futures, we ended up taking them to Wild Walker Hood, um, and this mm. was this was this was during when I was out. You know we had so many of them. You know everybody wanted to be 19th Street, bro. Like you know, and I, you know I beat the drum on that because it was true, mm-hmm. and so that was another element. You know that ended up happening behind the whole, uh, I guess, the controversy surrounding that decision. You know, so so now the way you describe it, it sounds to me like Pep wasn't lying or anything. It sounds like Chicago probably did say this, but the number one driving force behind that was just the numbers. And they looked at you and said, well, we don't care. That one's got good numbers. Then you guys helped Deuce Trey get their numbers up. So then they're like, well, we don't care if they don't merge either, because now they have the kind of numbers that we're looking for from each chapter. You know, yeah, yeah. So, you know what, bro? And and uh, and maybe I'm maybe I, I I'm I got it. I just have a, I guess a sour taste in my mouth, bro. When it comes to the deception and the the lies and little nuances that go along in these organizations, and so I feel like if I were to tell a story that I thought happened, it was more of a conversation that Pep probably brought to them. Hey, man, listen, we should all merge together. I'll be the one. I'm in contact with you guys. Um, and, and they were probably like, all right, yeah, that's cool. I mean, Pep's an older brother. He, he had, he had been established for a while. And so they probably took him at his word and was like, yeah, go ahead and do it. You can get him to do it, do it. And he probably came back. And when he got the pushback, they were probably like, well, listen, bro, like if you ain't got the juice to make all those guys come be under yeah. the hood, and it obviously says that obviously says, uh, what we need to know about those guys in that chapter <laughs> to me, in my opinion, that's the way I would look at it. Like. You know what I mean? Like you come to get taken over and you basically said, nah, no, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, what, what are you going to do? And so, and that's not, that's not to, to, you know, the shit on pep or nothing like that, but I know how it is, bro. I know how these, these, uh, you know, bro, there's a lot of power behind that shit, man. You know, there's a lot of power in being an Inca. There is, there's a lot of power in being a Kasinka. There just Mm -hmm. is. And so, you know, with that in mind, you know, a lot of people do different things to get to those spots, bro. You know, I'm sure there's 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 many of instances where brothers double cross each other to get a spot or or something like that, or just to try to move up. And it's probably more prevalent in in the bigger chapters, you know, because it's it's uh it's harder to get those top three spots when there's when there's forty kings on count. You know what I'm saying? Or or you know, one of these chapters that's like that. You know, forty forty five guys in a neighborhood. You know, for us at one time, like I said, when we were out and there was 20 of us, that was a shit ton. You know what I mean? But, you know, it's a little easier to get a spot, you know, right? you can can move up faster. And not only that, but because you're in smaller numbers, you're going to be much closer to people. So you're much less likely to do something to kind of F over one person to get get that spot, you know, because... They're going to be right. legitimately friends, right. but in you. these bigger right. chapters, like you said, a lot of these people probably hardly knew each other because probably those big chapters now split up into little cliques 
So right. you have I think little the, group the big people. place, the biggest place where this happens a lot is in prison because your hierarchy in prison is going to be three guys from three different areas that probably have no, you know, they don't know each other. Right. Um, right. Or so they have no allegiance. Or they three, don't, right. you know, exactly. Or three different generations, you know, it could be yeah. like that, it could, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think that's where you'll probably run into the most like kind of double crossing type of deal, you know, when it comes to, when it comes to trying to get up, get up top, um, you know? So Wait. I want to ask you, I want to ask you about that. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, the, the, the one thing I will say about this though, is it does sound like Pep was taking something and trying to manipulate it to gain, you know, over overarching power over everybody you know in the end his motivation was he wanted to be the inca for everything and whether chicago really wanted that or not we probably will never know i bet you chicago was okay with it but but i think most of that driving force was behind pep trying to get right. everybody and, and yeah and maybe maybe may, i mean maybe his maybe his heart was in a good spot you know, that, maybe he maybe he looked at it like, you know, I guess if you're rational about it, he was older. I mean, like older, you know, Pep's probably Pep's probably 50 by now. You know what I'm saying? He was an older man. And, um, you know, maybe his heart was in the right place. He's like, man, these are a bunch of lost young brothers, but maybe I could guide them a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not not understanding the name of the game at that time, you know, wasn't about being guided. It was about being misguided, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, so now who knows, bro? Who knows? I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to drop kick him on here and make it seem, yeah. but you know, I just know from my perception, that's usually what I think would happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, in a situation like that, like it, just think about that. It, just think about the idea of you being the, the Inca of a bunch of dudes that were just gung ho savages. You know what I mean? That, that you knew were known and you're you're the top dog now like that's that's a lot of power bro that's a lot of power to yield right and obviously if he becomes the inca of one nine that makes him so much more powerful because he has so much more to leverage than what he had with the walkers so right right i mean it's a definite advantage to him right Right. So, so that's that one, bro. And, and, uh, that one might, he might've went a little long, but I felt like it was a, it was a really good, it was a really good second half. It was a good second half for, for me to hear it. When I heard it, I was like, what, yeah. <laughs> what, you know what I mean? Like I was, I'm hearing all this shit for the first time too, because, uh, as most of, uh, you know, those kind of stories go, I usually start with the line. I was locked up during this. And so, um, that's exactly what, what was true about that. I was locked up during that time and I got the whole scoop. So, um, I had another one I wanted to jump to and I wanted to get your opinion on it, right? I'm going to lay it out for you. Okay. And then uh, you just let me know what do you think What do you think uh, about the whole situation, right? So <clears throat> there was a brother, right? I was going to do guy one, guy two, but I get too damn confused. So, <laughs> I'm just going to lay it really out confusing, this way. That is confusing. So, yeah, yes. I'm, I'm just going to lay it out this way, right? So, all right. So listen, there's a there's a really famous king, man. You know, I'll be honest with you. He's a famous king, meaning that a lot of people know him. Um, and he's a good brother, man. And that's Toot's older brother. And that's Quee, right? Quee okay. Quee. All right. Yeah, you have mentioned this name before. Yep. And, uh, you know, he was an infamous brother in the sense that he was, you know, him and Toot, you know, they, they're they basically the same type of style of person, man. Just would lay it on the line for you, you know. And uh, Quee was that guy at a very young age, just like Toot. 
But uh, Kui wasn't as lucky as Toot in the sense that, you know, Toot stayed out. I think he was 18. He got indicted with us. Kui ended up catching a double homicide at the age of 15. 15, about to be 16, right? So he turned 16. You know, it's crazy, bro. We talk about these families and these generational curses, I guess, is what they are, bro. You know, but, uh, you know, it's just it's just amazing that my my older cousin and and Kui, they hung out. Now, obviously, my older cousin is, was older than Kui. My older cousin was already, uh, uh, he was an LK and 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 uh, Kui Kui was a JK, which is a junior king. This is how it went in Kago days. But okay. it's just crazy. Like, that was that generation before us. And then, look, you know, that, not too long after that, it's me and Toot and, and Beaky and Tim. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just crazy how that goes. Like, it's just yeah. the next generation of family. But anyways, so... I mean, I think I told it, I even told this story about how ruthless they, they were, you know, um, these dudes were ruthless too. And, and, and I guess, you know, the way that story went, I've told it before he was with my cousin, they were basically going to, to scale, do the, do the recon on a bar that they intended on robbing, you know, on the way there, they seen some flakes, I believe they were MLDs, you know, the first one of the guys, he, he tells my cousin, Hey, what's up folks? You know? And my cousin looked at him, pulled out his gun, and shot him in the face, killed wow. him right there. <laughs> and uh, so obviously when that happened, the guy that was with him, he takes off running. Kui chases him down, catches him, jumping the fence, shoots him, kills him. End of story, right? Okay. So the thing is, they went back to this house and there was brothers at the house who were waiting for them to come back with the recon for the bar. Cause they were all going to go as well. And so basically all those guys got real time updates on everything that just happened. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's the worst case scenario because you don't want a double murder to be, you know, public knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously you're at a disadvantage here. And so he ends up getting caught for it. There was a lot of people that testified against him. You know, my cousin being one of them, there's a lot of people that uh you know when 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 the rubber hit the road man they didn't stand up and there was a guy his name was SS right this dude testified on Kui. I'm, I mean I'm I'm and listen I'm talking about right hand swear to tell the truth to hold nothing but the truth testified on him mm-hmm. and I remember in 2005 when I had got out right I was when I was out for that short period of time I had ran into you know, I didn't run into, but I'm saying I had actually first met one of the twins. His name was Gilbert. And almost instantaneously, like we were, we were all right. You know, we ended up being cool. And and I think a lot of that had to do with my brother and Toot because he knew my brother and Toot. And obviously the way I talk about Tim and Toot all the time, they would talk about me, you know? And so um, obviously like Gilbert felt like he knew me. And so, excuse me. So we kind of hit it off and, and, you know, he he said, "Hey, listen, bro. Like, let's get this back together. You know, um, let's let's put it down for the cause. That's that's basically what the that's basically what the lingo is. Like, let's get it back together. Let's put it down for the cause." He was like, "You can be the Inca. I'll be the Casinka." He's like, "I don't care." He was like, "Or you." He was like, "Or I'll be the one if you don't want that kind of headache." And I was like, "Well, listen, bro. I was like, I don't care. I was like, you know, I'm I'm about the nation. Like, let's let's just do it. Like, whatever. You can be the one. I don't care." Mm-hmm. And so that was a conversation me and him had, and so we start. Uh, talking to the other brothers about getting it back together, you know, cause we had, we had basically in 2005, bro, we had kind of like just went underneath a rock, so to speak, as far as 
holding meetings and all that shit. Everything came to a pause because there was so much heat that summer. We knew something was coming. We knew it. We could feel it. The way guys were getting snatched up and being held on random charges, you know, they they wanted to have as many people incarcerated when this went down so they wouldn't have to be looking for everybody, you know, and uh, Toot was one of them. They grabbed Toot up, man. They charged Toot with some bullshit and, and uh, just to hold him. You know, mm-hmm. my brother, he had like a gun charge and I tried to bail him out and then they put a martial hold on him. And so that was a red flag. Right. And so. So anyways, everybody was just kind of spread out. Nobody was really moving. And so we start going around and telling everybody, hey, listen, we're going to get together. You know, most guys are on board. You got some guys that are a little skeptical, but most guys are on board. I mean, wouldn't you know what the guys that were skeptical are guys that never did shit. Right. They were guys that weren't <laughs> in the street. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, yeah. we should chill. Like we should chill. Like you've been chilling your whole career. Like, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, and so. You know, I laugh at that shit, but, but yeah, so, so we end up, we end up, uh, we end up coming to that decision. Like, all right, we're going to do this. Right. And so it immediately stopped after this one day. And, uh, it was because it, it was, I, I immediately stopped. I don't know. I don't know. I can't say that I put a stop to everybody else moving, but basically I took my, my name out the, out the hat and mm-hmm. it was because of this. So I, I pulled up to Suki's house one day. Suki is twins brother, uh, twin sister. You know, I mentioned that in my last of their family. You know, when I was talking about the queens, the mm-hmm. queens, they they got a whole family. You know, Suki, uh, Desiree, and then Richard Gilbert and Donut, right? So, okay. um, and so I pull up there, right, and and I'm like, all right, what's up? You know, I'm just walking in, and I see a dude that I never seen before. But this is gonna sound weird, but it's 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 a true statement. Like most most like kings they have like a certain swag about them, bro. Like Kings are, you know, they have like a, a, a aura about them and, and whether it be a real King, fake King, good King, bad King, they just have this aura about them. I don't know what it is. It's just, they try to, you know, emulate, you know, uh, uh, supremacy. And it just comes out like that. Cause I was one of them, right. That arrogance. And so I kind of looked at this dude, like, is this dude a brother? Like, I don't know him. He's a little bit older. So I know he's like around Richard's or Gilbert's age. I'm sorry. So I look at Gilbert and I'm like, what's up? I shake up with him. And then I'm like, what's up? And then he's like, yo, he goes, he puts his hand out to shake my hand. He's like, yo, I'm SS. And I go to like shake it. I don't really know the dude, but mm-hmm. I heard of him, right? I heard of him. Okay. And so I go to shake his hand, but normal, you know, like not throw up no crown with him. And he tries to throw up the crown with me and I kind of pull my hand back. And I was like, Gilbert, let me holler at you, man. Gilbert, let me talk. I didn't even say nothing to the dude. I didn't even say nothing to him. I'm like, Gilbert, let me talk to you. And so me and Gilbert go outside and I go, bro, what the fuck is that dude doing here? Gilbert's like, what are you talking about, bro? And I'm like, bro, he testified on Qui. Like, if anybody should have knew. Oh, and my God. Knew, right. If anybody should have knew and would have knew, it would have been Gilbert. Right. Because Gilbert was cool with Qui as well. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you got to remember Gilbert's older than me. Gilbert's from the Chicago era. And so he's like, listen, he's like, dude is going to help Kui get out on an appeal. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait, wait up, back up, time out, hold on, pause. So the dude that testified on Kui is going to help Kui get out now. That's how that works. And we're okay with that. I told him something ain't right. I told him that I'm not in. Count me out. I don't like it. And he was like, he's like, I'm telling you, brother, man. He's like, don't do shit to him. He's like, I'm telling you, don't do shit. It's going to help Kui. It's going to help Kui. And I said, listen, I'm not going to do shit to him, bro. 
you know, I said, I'm not going to do shit to him, especially in Suki's house. Like, I'm going to, I got more respect for y'all than that. I said, but I don't want to be around a dude. Don't bring that dude around me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't feel like, I don't feel like me and Gilbert fell out because of that, you know, but I just didn't trust the situation after that. Mm-hmm. Just think about it. With all the heat going around, bro, everything that was that was that was circulating in you could feel, you could cut that tension with a knife, as they say, bro. Like you could feel it on the south side. Like it was just hot that summer. That's what it was like the cops were out. Like you knew something was gonna happen, bro. For guys like that to just resurface. You know, I remember <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I remember being I remember being speculative of some of the guys I was hanging out with every day, man. Like, um, bro, I was I started getting like paranoid. You know, um, and and even suspecting brothers that I shouldn't have, but it was just I was so I, I was so on you know on edge and 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 I had this angst built up that I was like, damn, it could be anybody, you know, it could be anybody, and and um, but my point is saying that that story is that uh, first of all, let's see, that was two thousand five, almost twenty years later, Quee's still in prison. All right. So <laughs> yeah. So, so he didn't do a yeah. very good job so, of getting them out. Huh? Yeah. So so whatever his plan was, it didn't work. Right. But uh, but what it did do, what it did do, is that it shattered that morale. Um. That 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 Latin kings are supposed to, supposed to uphold, because it's like we talk about this and we talk about this and we talk about this this fake, phony sense of righteousness bro you know love honor obedience sacrifice and righteousness it's the last it's the last one of the five points and it's like these dudes bro they got no problem shitting on somebody's name that they don't like they don't get along with they're envious of they're jealous of you know whatever the case is they got no problem that dude's a rat, that dude's a snitch, that dude's it is. But then you turn around and you're willing to kick it with a guy that got on the stand. You know what I mean? And you're a street guy. Mm-hmm. So if you're a street guy, it doesn't even matter if he's a king. Like that's just the icing on the cake. You know what I'm saying? That just makes it even more pathetic. But if you're a street guy in general, street guys don't like cooperators, period. Period, mm-hmm. bro. You know? And, um, you know, I'm speaking from this side of the fence. You know, I'm I'm on this side of the fence, bro. I'm not a street guy no more. That's mm-hmm. not I got nothing to do with the street. That's not mine. You know, but I got I got the right, bro, to be able to say, hey, listen, I live that shit, man, and that shit ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. I got the right. I got the, I earned that right, bro. I earned that right. You know, with the sacrifices that I made, with everything that I gave up and everything that I lost, everything that was took from me. I got the right to say that, man. I got the right to stand up here and be like, listen, man, that shit is not worth it. Like, yeah, it, it was fun at times. You're going to meet some of the lifelong friends. I, I, you know, I won't, I won't lie about that. You'll meet lifelong friends. But what comes behind it, the poison that comes behind it and that gets, gets into you and gets into these circles, bro, you want to talk about toxic? Like, it's like being raised in a dysfunctional home. Like it has a lasting effect on you for the rest of your life, bro. The rest of your life. I might've went on a rant, bro, but it's because I get, I get, I get agitated, bro. When I think about how hypocritical these dudes be, you know, and, and people lose their lives for this shit. You know, people lose their lives for cooperating, you know, why, 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 why should anybody 
or everybody have to be exposed to these kind of like just falsities, man, just, just terrible organizations and groups that, that prey on naive people. So I, I, I want to get your opinion on that. You know, obviously I might've, I might've make you a little biased by, by my whole statement right there. I might've made you a little biased, but if you, if you can be objective, right. Outside looking in, what does the situation say to you? Well, I mean, it, it, it says this is a thing. I mean, first of all, nobody within that life, the way I understood it should have ever trusted this guy that just showed up one day and had cooperated, especially since it was their friend that they cooperated on. So, I mean, I don't know where you get, like, what was, it was Gilbert, right? What was going through Gilbert's head that would make him trust this person? You know, that's, that's the question I was trying to, I was trying to ask him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, how do you, like, I don't care what he says. If he says he's going to get queequee out of jail by doing something or whatever, how would you ever trust that? I mean, that, that just sounds crazy to me. Right. Or how about, let's talk about that after you get him out then. Yeah. Once you get him out, then then, then we'll be cool. Like we'll talk then. But fuck out of here. You know, and so they, they, he should have never been there from the get go. And, and I mean, the fact that things like this happen, I, I mean, you know, you always look at it like you always want the, you know, people are trusting and they want to forgive people. But by the letter of this, code that everybody is supposed to be living on that's an unforgivable offense so i i don't know how this even happens i don't know how anybody would have ever been on gilbert's side right to have this and nobody was on the side definitely nobody was on the side and that's why i say it kind of fell apart after that because i never brought up the oh let's get together again that was it i was done bro i was out i removed myself i was like nah i'm not i told and mondi was out i told mondi and and mondi was basically like i don't want that dude around me and so, yeah, bro, like it, it's, it's just funny though. And, and, and if I ask you, okay, yeah, let me ask you, you're a maid member, right? You're, you're King Eric, right? Mm-hmm. A King vacation. And, and, um, King you hear about King. this. Yeah. And you hear about this, you know what I'm saying? You hear about it. Oh, and let's just say, let's just play it out and say he became the Inca. Let's just say Gilbert took that spot. Right. And then you hear about it. You're a soldier and you hear about Gilbert, you're number one hanging with this dude who cooperated, hanging with this snitch, right? As everybody would say, hanging with this rat, you know what I'm saying? You're, and you're active. How do you mm-hmm. feel? What do you do? I mean, I'm hating it. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming I'm hating it. I distrust it all, but I mean, I guess, like you said, the Kisinka and Inca, they have so much power that I think you're just stuck living with it. Right. I mean, yeah, but I mean, do you, do you, do you do that? Or I mean, it, let's, let's say it's you with the mentality you have now you automatically say, this is phony. I'm out. I would think so. But I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure there's plenty of instances where things like this happen and people just, I don't know, maybe you can speak, you could speak to this better than I do. I feel like once you're in, you're going to kind of feel trapped. Yeah. Because there's not a good path to get out. Right. right, but ultimately, this isn't a thing where you just go out. It's like, yeah, who, you um, can get out. out it's on who walk it is, away. Bro. 
you know, because, because, and, and, and this is, I set it up like this because this is my point is it don't matter who you are, how recognized you are. You're going to have kinks in your armor, bro. You're going to have flaws. Mm -hmm. And here is a flaw that every man has. And that is, I don't care how much of a stone cold killer you could be. You're going to have friends. You're going to have friends who you love. And if those friends do wrong, you're not just going to turn that love off like a light switch. bro. Right. It doesn't exactly. happen. It doesn't happen. I don't care who you are. So my point of saying that is, look, Gilbert made that okay because he was cool with SS. Right. That's the hypocrisy. Just like if you fast forward, I made it okay because I was cool with Mondi. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like that's the, that's what's passed down is all these bullshit nuances and hypocrisy that I'm, I'm a part of, I'm guilty of just like everybody else is. And that's my point is that there is no, there is no straight path to victory here, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not just going to come on, be a king and everything's going to be straightforward. And yeah, if you go to jail, you go to jail. If you, you know, whatever. Nah, that's not, you're going to have to deal with all this dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, right. Uh, and, and that's my point is look, he did it. Then look, I did it. Why? Because I love Mondi, right? Mm -hmm. I put everything I work for on the line. This stupid ass name I had, I put it on the line for Mondi, right? And um, and Gilbert did that in a sense for for SS. And you, you know? look at it. Do you, do you regret what you did for Mondi? And I believe you've said in a previous episode that you didn't. That you no, would 100%. probably do it again if if oh, it had oh, come oh. to it. You know, bro. Listen, I'm gonna be honest with you. This makes me probably one of the worst Kings, you know what I'm saying? On the roster is as much as I thought I wasn't right. But when it came to Mondi, when it came to Toot, when it came to Joey, when it came to Tim, when it came to snuff, you know what I'm saying? When it came, like when it came to a certain brothers, like certain guys, like I didn't, I, you know, I didn't really care, bro. Like that yeah. love had grown so, so strong. Like we were family. And so, you know, yeah, we were Kings and we repped that, you know, but it had gotten to a point where like, these are my friends, bro. Like, these are my family. Like we're in this together. Yeah. We're upholding this, this, this nation together. But at the end of the day, you're my friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna do whatever for you. And, uh, that's where I was lost. You know, that's where I was lost after the indictment. Like, damn, what happened to my friends? Like, what, what, where the hell did these other dudes go that, that I was all right with? You know what I'm saying? And, um, uh, you, you see, you see which ones, you see which ones are there. You see which ones are, 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 you know what I'm saying? are going to hold you down and no matter what, you know, and, and, uh, there's probably, you know, Benny, I didn't, I, but you know, there was a certain group of guys, you know what I mean? Right. And I find it interesting that you say that makes you a terrible King, but well, when you really break was, it down, because, because I wasn't necessarily putting the nation first, you right. know what I'm saying? Because, because a nation man is going to say, you know what, if you were rat, you were rat, uh, you, you're dead to me. You can't be around me. I don't care like how close we, we grew up in kindergarten, whatever it is. If you told it's over with, I don't know nobody like that. I'm going to be honest right. with you. Man. Right. And that's what I'm that saying time. that that was the point where I was going with it is, is that, do you really think there's a single King out in the world where there's not one person that takes precedence over the nation? And I, I don't think that exists because everybody, everybody in any gang is going to have somebody that's so important to them in that gang that they're going to always take precedence over what's right for the nation. 
Well, listen, yeah. there there's always going to be exceptions, but they're not the rule. You know, I've heard crazy stories like about like, you know, what I mean, like brothers on brothers type, you know, what I mean, um, war, you know, because I'm gonna give you an example. Let me give you an example. <laughs> and I just brought this example up. It's funny. I just had this conversation, but there was a there was a brother. Right. And um, his, his name was Booby. And he was a good brother though. Like I, I like I got a lot of love for Booby. Like he was always a good dude with me. Um, older King. He was from Chicago. And the reality of the situation is, <clears throat> um, he ended up he ended up cooperating to some extent on my brother Tim. And I know because I seen the paperwork. And uh, and so he cooperated on Tim. Now you got you got to remember, Booby had a prestigious name. You know, he was a good dude. And his older brother was a king. And but his older brother was doing time for a homicide, I believe something like that. But anyways, when his older brother heard that, you know, that, that booby was hot, he basically wrote him a letter and told him, listen, bro, you testify against any Latin Kings. We're done. Like it's over with. I don't want to see you like you're an enemy. You know, that's it. And, uh, booby never testified to, to, you know, to, to wrap that, to put a bow on it. But, you know, so that really happened. You know, that was a real thing. So there are guys out there that are like that, that are gung-ho. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying there's not. I'm just saying that the majority is not, you know, and I'm talking like 95%. Right. You know, because if if, if you're I, saying if you're saying that Champ, the one who started 19th Street with Boy, if you're saying that he had all us young dudes shaking up the crown with Moochie after Moochie just got on its tan and testified against brothers in a 98 indictment, if you're saying that guy did that, that guy, then there's not too many other guys that won't do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that dude bleeds black and gold. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's just the, that's just the nature of the beast. And, you know, and, 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 uh, and go ahead. The, the example you gave with the brother, I, I'm going to have to go with that, that in that scenario, these two brothers were not clo- that close because they were, bro. They were, man. They were, that bro. is crazy. They were close. Okay. They were. Close. I just, I just can't get o- get over that. That because, but I. Either way, I still think that guy had somebody that was important enough to him that he would never do that. You know what I mean? And yeah. the other thing is, word words are one thing, and actions are a whole different thing. He oh, said 100%. it. Yeah, yeah he 100%. said it. But would he have really done it? You know, right, right, hundred percent. Now I agree with that, but I mean, I think it was enough to, yeah. You know, it sounds Hoover like it was like, enough Yo. to make them think, like maybe yeah. I won't do this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, but so. but even that, bro, even that, even that, after the fact, bro, um, uh, you know, according to the law, according to the book, you're no good. You're no mm-hmm. good. You're done. You know, uh, Dre never testified, but they ran Dre off the off the yard in 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 McCreary in a joint because somebody got paperwork on him, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's all it takes, bro. You ain't got to testify. You know, once you make a statement on somebody, you're supposed to be done, dog. You're supposed to be um, either deleted or ostracized, one of the two. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're never supposed to be embraced, you know? And and we you got a million examples of how that doesn't always work like that, you know? We talked about Lil Wolf and, and being in Fox Lake with Boy and Jay. They never did none. These are my guys, though. These are the guys that brought Jay's the one who was the Inca when I came in. This is my boy, right? Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Wolf just told on me. They ain't do nothing to him, right. you know? And so, uh, 
no, yeah, I felt like that was a that was a serious one. It was a serious controversy that I thought about, you know, and and um, you know, unfortunately, you know, Kui isn't out, you know. Um, I I didn't mean to say that harshly, you know, because I you know I got a lot of love for him and his family, so of course I want him out. But my my point of saying that uh, is that it never happened. As much as this dude was proclaiming this and and um, and and giving a pass because he was saying it. That's crazy. You know, I mentioned, I mentioned, I mentioned this about myself. You know, I, there's nobody that can stand up and say, I put somebody away for life. There's nobody that can stand up and say that I put guys in prison for years and years and years and years. There's nobody that can say that, but that doesn't make what I did any better. And I wouldn't expect it to be okay. If I were to go to the hood and say, you know what? I want to back in. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm looking to help some of these guys out <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, uh, that are in trouble, you know? And the sad part is the ones that are still in prison are all my guys, right? It's like, it's like, it's all, everybody from our indictment has been out or has gotten out, you know what I'm saying? With the exception of a few guys, you know? Um, and it just happened to be my guys, Yeah, you know, but, uh, but that's what violence does. Yep. That's what that's, violence does. That's where all the dirt was, man. So, you know, unfortunately. Yeah. Wow, yeah, man. That's, 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 you know. Those are those were heated ones, bro. I I think I, I think I might have I, I might have had one other one I wanted to talk to, but I just got so wrapped up in those ones <laughs> I kind of forgot about it, bro. Well, and uh, I think we made a good good complete episode with those two, so so we can see, you'll another one will come to you and we can revisit this topic again in a future date. So right, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, what I will mention though is is uh, you know I, I just want to shout out to one of the you know. Not to any individual, but man, just just to the to the the members of our community, bro. Like they're they're attentive, bro. They're 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 you know they're interactive. It just it just makes you feel like you're doing it for a reason, you know. Because this even this process can get monotonous, bro. You know, like um, you know, there's times where obviously you just want to chill. You don't want to you know be obligated to do anything, and so mm. sometimes this becomes a job, bro. But, um, you know, just the, the community that we got, bro, the interaction that we get, it makes it makes it worth it, bro. It makes you really want to put your best foot forward. And, um, you know, one of the listeners, he mentioned um, about the past episode about the Queens, uh, about an aspect that we may have missed. Right. And, and he he said that how women can also betray gangs, you know, and, and mess with men from other gangs. And that's true. You know, I, I don't know many stories of of something um, as personal, right? Where like maybe, you know, maybe a, a queen betrayed a king or or something like that. But you know, obviously, you know, there's rumors about a lot of different situations. I, I mentioned before about Chuck D being, you know, basically assassinated. You know, there's a lot of rumors that uh, that say that a woman set that up. You know, so because for him to be that vulnerable in that situation was really, really rare. That dude was somebody who was in the street. He was gung ho. So for him to be caught slipping like that, it had to be something that he trusted. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, I mean, I think about that. There's there's probably instances like that. Obviously, there's there's um, there's moments where these women are involved and and they they might go cooperate. So that's technically you know, it's technically going, you know, and, and betraying. Um, so yeah, you, I, I do believe that, you know, you know, 
I, I think I mentioned this too in the conversation before where I said a lot of the times where we got tipped off about different shit, it was from girls. You know, like like yeah. I said, like when we we heard that the SGDs were opening up that neighborhood over there, that was from a girl. Right. You know, um, like, bro, you know, I, I mentioned Crystal, you know, uh, uh, in the Queen episode, like, you know, if Crystal ever went out to, to a club or a bar, you know, which they did, you know, she would go out with her cousins or whatever. And they came back and we had after set, you know, um, she would always tell us like, yo, there was a bunch of LFs over there. This is, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it was, it was just, it was almost like a duty, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, and so, yeah, a hundred percent, bro. Um, women do cross gangs, you know, they, they, you know, especially if they're not, if they're not, um, obligated to one, right? Like, so in, 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 in our conversation, it was about Queens, right? So Queens are obviously obligated to be, but, but you got to remember as, as time evolved, it wasn't like, it wasn't like the, the I, I mentioned this too, the women around us were Queens, but it was like they were Queens, but they weren't. And so by them not being, yeah, they still ended up finding themselves in other circles, you know, in, right. in a circle of or whatever, two ones or SGDs or OAs, you know, and, and even girls that we met along the way, they would tell us like, oh, about this, these OAs or, or these SGDs or, you know what I'm saying? And, and, um, you know, yeah, we thought we were the, man, oh, we the shit. We just abstracting all this information. information. Man, them girls are probably doing the same thing at the, at the, at the, at the <laughs> same thing, same thing in us the night before telling him all about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, and so we thought we was really doing something, but, but yeah, so I agree with that. I do believe it goes, um, on, on both sides. So, um, I hope yeah. that answered that question. All right. Well, I think with that one, we can wrap this episode up. Um, as always, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash normalized crime. And you can reach out to us with other questions at normalizedcrime at gmail.com. And we will be back next week with another episode. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to Normalized Crime. Stay tuned for the next episode. <laughs>